Welcome to EFAB, Who You Talking To? This is a podcast about a blog about life, parenting, and living with a chronic illness. I'm your host, Efabulous HB. For more information about me, visit my blog, efabulousHB.com. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Okay, so today's episode is about being a black mom blogger and having creative block, just just having all the blocks and not being able to create. Um, I'm really trying to move forward on this platform and others that I cover. And so if you have any good ideas, do reach out um, and let me know. But right now I'm kind of, I'm stalling. I'm, I'm stalling. Um, for the last half of the year in 2019, and for most of this pandemic, I've experienced a huge creative block. Um, and then sometimes the block clears and I have like maybe a week where I can write and I can formulate ideas. And then it seems like the block just goes back on. Um, the last big uh, creative block I had in 2019, I started to question what I'm doing in the blogger space. Like, why am I doing this? And at the time, I I find it really hard to get lucrative opportunities as a black mom blogger. Um, you know, perhaps it's because I'm not one of the social archetypes um, that is set aside to limit the humanity of black women. Um, you know, I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I'm not a military wife. I'm not um, married with a spouse. I am a single, divorced, working Black American mother who's proud and um, I'm opinionated and I'm vocal and I'm authentic. And so I don't think that my type of proud, bold, and unrelatable blackness is well received with brands. So there's that. Uh, Honestly, I am who I am and I am unapologetic for who I am always. You know, I constantly in 2019, at the beginning of 2020, during the pandemic, I cognitively try to peel back the layers as to why I'm suffering a creative block and how blogging as a non-traditional black American mom means I create content that's really for me and those other dynamic undefined black moms who thrive um, in the shadows, right? Because that's where we are. Uh, We're not in the forefront, but yet we are the moms that volunteer for Girl Scouts. We're the moms that do the food drive. We're the moms that organize the back to school supply drive. We're not always sexy. We're not always glamorous. We don't always have a crossover story. So um, I start my musing by stating I have absolutely no time, right? I wake up and it's a two hour rush out of the house one hour commute into the city, 45 minute commute back out the city, eight hours at work, 45 minute commute back into the city, 45 minutes to an hour commute back home. And then like I have a 20 minute compression time when I get home 
two hours of homework uh, while cooking in tandem, eating food, inhaling it, one hour to get all the small mammals to bed, and then I literally sit down on a bed with some water, some Kool-Aid, or some champagne, and I take 20 minutes to ponder my life as a divorced, single, older, proud Black American mother. You know, the same Black American mother or woman who is considered at the bottom of the social hierarchy, at the bottom of the dating hierarchy, at the bottom of the Eurocentric beauty hierarchy. Um, But yet the same beautiful Black American mother who inspires kids, who inspires her peers, who is supportive and a cheerleader and a champion for those around me. Um, so it's it's like I'm constantly weathered by not being able to have time in order to uh, give my child a better quality of life. That's one of the sacrifices that I make, one of the many sacrifices that I make. Um, and after I ponder my life choices, uh, I slip into my nightly depression and I take another 10 minutes to, <laughs> to thank the Lord that I'm still here and I pass out. Um, so by the time all that happens, I'm asleep. That's the end of my day, right? I have had no time to create. I've not carved out any time to create. Um, and so that's I, one of my biggest challenges that I have no time to maintain the platforms um, for which I carry passion in my heart and soul. And that makes me sad because I like writing. I like exploring social issues. I like delving into self, uh, self-affirmation concepts. I like doing my podcast. Um, I just, where is the time, you know? So when I have good ideas, if I don't jot them down or record them, it like goes away forever. And I seem to have good ideas about blog posts and podcasts daily. So I'm losing a lot of ideas because sometimes I can't even write them down. Um, but leisure time comes only when there's these pockets when I'm alone. And when that time comes, like, you know, if I, if my future CEO is at a sleepaway, uh, that's pre pandemic, (laughs) um, you know, sometimes when I'm alone and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to get all these ideas out of my head. I'm really exhausted and depressed. So I eat, I drink a bit and I sleep and I manage my depression and anxiety and then creating content just, it's it's not a priority because self-care becomes a priority and creating content then becomes a distant thought. Um, It's a fucking cycle. It's a very hard cycle. Uh, I have not pushed through, through the pandemic. Like I got fired up and then I fizzled out and that's life, right? Um, I'm very transparent about that, you know, for a few months or a few weeks, I'll create and just enjoy the content for myself, but it's such a stretch to get into the creative zone. Like this podcast episode, (laughs) podcast, podcast, can't talk today. This podcast episode was (sighs) three weeks in the making. I started thinking about this episode three weeks ago. And now I'm just getting it done. 
and I'm not super proud about that, but I am glad I'm getting it done. Um, I just have to admit, I guess I don't have time like other mom bloggers and my peers. It hurts me to say that, but I know I'm not the only one. Um, and I've also ramped up my fight against sarcoidosis. Um, so that's really been my number one priority to maintain my health during the pandemic, to stay in tune with my body, even though I'm experiencing some type of global trauma. Um, you know, I started to struggle with who I wanted to be as a mom blogger when I was diagnosed with sarcoidosis and as my sarcoidosis changes and I have to change with it. And so I oftentimes feel like, okay, when I can't write about things that I'm inspired to write about, I'll write about sarcoidosis. And I don't think that that actually is the way to go, right? Because then everything that I center around sarcoidosis has this kind of depressing edge to it. So, um, and I have to say, I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm managing on meds. So I don't want to cheat myself of the triumph of being able to live and manage a chronic illness. Um, I'm, I'm still asking myself, what do I want to create? Uh, what am I good at? How do I reach people? And what platform is sustainable while I manage living through a pandemic, parenting through a pandemic, managing my sarcoidosis through a pandemic, working in a pandemic, existing in a pandemic, being a black woman, aging and dealing with ageism issues in a pandemic. Um, I've always maintained that I share my humanity so it touches someone else's humanity. I don't want people to feel alone because I know all too well how that feels. Um, blogging and content creation has always, 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 did I say always? Always been cathartic for me. Extremely. Um, I want to help people just by existing. If that's a thing. Um, and if that's the thing, then I'm fucking ace at it. <laughs> so, um, you know, I felt this pressure to do something magnanimous because of the pandemic, because I had time at home in the pandemic. But during the pandemic, I was really panicking because we're in a pandemic. Um, and it also made me realize that Black American women are not just, we're not allowed to just exist. We are marginalized into tropes. Our lives are under siege from colorism, racism, and capitalism. So my radical act of loving who I am and evolving is really why I'm in this space, I think. Um, and I really, really hope that my existence inspires other to exist unapologetically. Um, I'm not everyone cup. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I'm not changing my brew anytime soon. That's for sure. I'm struggling with the moniker mom blogger. That's what I am. I'm an older black American mother who blogs. I don't parade my kid in front of the camera. I believe in sharing my motherhood journey without overexposure of my future CEO. That's my choice. But I don't think that makes me less of a mom blogger or does it? So I volley, I volley heavily between my legitimacy as a blogger and what I want to create. Um, my mouthy, opinionated political self. Me being brutally honest about life as a single Black American mother, 
um, I just don't have the moxie or the stamina to be a vanilla happy all the time, stay on brand. So I'm always the go-to friendly two-dimensional black mom blogger. That's just not me. And I don't want to water myself down to make my blackness tolerable. I don't want to be tolerated. I want to be celebrated. Um, so these are the things that my mind shift to, you know, what am I good at? Podcasting, blogging, creating social media, creating content. Really, I'm good at all of it. And um, yeah, because I have no time on my hands and there's bad days with the sarcoidosis and there's just bad mental health days during this pandemic, especially with the kids going back to school and telecommuting being cut off. Um, the real question for myself is, can I maintain it all? Or should I accept that my creativity comes in waves and those waves don't come as often as I would like because I'm tired. Um, I'm a tired, older black mom with a chronic illness, a monster commute when school starts back. Uh, and uh, a life without the luxury of time. All I got is a shit ton of moxie and that's it. Um, yeah. So my creative block has been brought on by stress, even though I have the energy and the moxie of the spotter 300. Um, it, I'm still can't get over these hurdles sometimes. And, you know, the stress of being the primary custodian, staying connected to my future CEO, reevaluating my chronic illness, uh, you know, worrying about how my child moves in a world that doesn't give a fuck about black children, being marginalized at work uh, by the toxic microaggressions and marginalizations by non-black and stereotypical black people who play respectability politics. Like it's a lot on my shoulders and I feel like creativity comes from expanding my humanity and everything that's in American society is projected onto black Americans to shrink your humanity tenfold, right? So there's like this esoteric uh, battle that I'm fighting. Um, you know, suddenly creativity becomes a reflection of time and we all know time is for the affluent and not the working class poor like myself. So that's why I'm at. Um, maybe I'm overthinking things. Maybe I'm a harshest critic. Critic. <laughs> um, I seriously cannot talk to that. Words are hard today. Um, the main goal is to move forward towards the end of 2020. Now, uh, pray for me and my vigor to get through it, and may my creative block be removed and more creative, intriguing, and uh, wonderful opportunities take hold, I guess. Um, so until then I will just relish being a proud, dark skinned, educated, comical, middle-aged black American mother who blogs about divorce, motherhood, brokenness, blackness, wine, food, various local events, and getting old in an ageist society. Um, you know, in the end, we are all unique and we all have something to contribute to this world. And I'm biased. I think I'm fucking amazing. A unicorn of such. And I'm a human being who wants to create and be free. So stay tuned.
Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting this podcast and listening to this episode. If there are topics that you want me to cover, feel free to email me at efab at efabulousHB.com. Take care and stay fabulous.